0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Uh, today we have a feng shui topic for you. And I just think it's super interesting because, you know, when people say like a feng shui, I think they immediately think about just their bedroom or oh, just the their kitchen, house. Their exactly their living room. The whole a red door, what direction does my bed face? Yes. But... Feng Shui and astrology is used by many, many people, not just on a personal level. Oh, absolutely. But So we see it used in businesses. Mm-hmm. We see it used in corporations. And even the example that we're going to lead out with today, we're going to bring in the White House and uh, Buckingham Palace. Yes. So very interesting. Major residences, symbolic of a whole country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. So before we get into that, we will hear from our sponsor.
1: Hello, I'm Jennifer Simons, and I help people create self-awareness through self-care. If you are feeling overwhelmed, disconnected, emotionally, mentally scattered, I have created a Reiki and massage combination session just for you. By creating a safe space for you to show up without any expectations, just as you are, so that you can ground again, My Las Vegas friends, you can book your sessions at jennifersimons.com, and for anyone outside of Las Vegas, you can sign up for Distance Reiki at my website, jennifersimons.com. I would love to work with you and help you feel more in balance again. When you sign up, let them know mom and me sent you. Thank you.
0: Welcome back. So today we are talking about feng shui. Um, So we're actually going to be talking about the outside landscape of the home. Yes, like, like you said
1: in your intro, you oftentimes think about, oh, it's everything to do within my house. But it actually starts as you drive into your neighborhood. Right. As you come down your street or the street that you need to take in order to get to your house. Correct. What's the feeling that one gets? Yeah. Sometimes we do, when we're driving and I go, "Oh, this is a nice neighborhood." You know, we're entering into a new neighborhood and oh, there we know our friends live somewhere here. We don't know yet where, but oh, this looks like a nice neighborhood or we go, "Oh, this is getting a little dicey here." Yeah.
0: You know? No, I know. After knowing all this knowledge, it's really hard to just look at houses and be able to just appreciate them. Oh, yeah. Because I'll be looking at houses and I'm like, oh, I wonder what the story about that house is. Just, just, because, just driving down through neighborhoods, right? Yeah.
1: You think, oh, no, those people are in trouble.
0: You know, just looking at the outside of their house. Especially those like on a T-square, which is what we're going to talk about with the White House. We have a, a different example as well, but the White House is on a T-square where yes. there is a street running... Right, basically into mm-hmm. the building. Yes, when, in the case of the White House, it's on the back side of it, which you could you might not see upon looking at the building. No, so you no. might, like, as a consultant, or if you're just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. looking at a house that you're going to buy, you need to look at the back side as well. And is there oh, traffic absolutely. kind of being flown at the house from the backside? even though right. there's a wall? I'm not there's saying a you're going to yes, get security hit. fence. <laughs> right. Yes, I mean yes,
1: but still, it's a situation you're trying to. I think Boy. most people know that. Don't be on the get, get get yourself in the bullseye of a T intersection. You know, not recommended
0: for a home or a business. Yes, yes. So, you found a great example about um, something that happened at the White House with the Rose Garden.
1: You remember that was a big
0: deal. It was like in, I think it
1: was last August of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the big story was Melania. You know, again, the headlines suggested she <laughs> uprooted the whole Rose Garden, which, you know, I'm I don't know how much truth is in that, Right. right. <laughs> but it really created a real buzz amongst feng shui consultants um, because it was such a, you know, for you or I to go out and pull up our bed of pansies, okay, that's not quite the same as when we have a historical building that represents the people and no discussion, and all of a sudden, the Rose Garden is disrupted. Correct. And what was interesting was, in hindsight, of course, mm-hmm. Things kind of went downhill for Trump after that rose garden got disrupted. Right. Gardens nurture us; they ground us, and that had historical,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, some historical significance to it. And a lot of events have happened in that rose garden that have gone down in history, basically announcements, things of that nature. So when it got disrupted, again, and I would agree with this, feng Shui, right? It disrupted the calm. The peace, the connection. And, you know, it was weeks after that Trump had his battle, his own battle with COVID. Correct. And again, simultaneous, that same window, his ratings started to dwindle. Yeah. And then we know going into the election, you know, didn't come out the winner. Right. So... um, yeah hey, i need to, you know that's a that's a big, that's yeah, a big a, step for I someone agree. to jump to oh my god that because was the, the rose garden that star. was why he <laughs> right. you know and by the way uh, again when again when you go online you don't know what's true or not but evidently trump has a feng shui consultant oh, and does. so that's what the the chatter online is how you know did he check with this did he get the approval or was this a melania thing that Interesting. you know Anyhow. Yeah. I, that's it's a huge example you may have to contemplate whether you can accept that or not sure. but again i do find this sometimes things are meant to be right it's not that oh he made a mistake and he shouldn't have. maybe that's just the way it was supposed to play out so to speak of course sometimes we've seen this does the does the does the feng shui action dictate that something's going to happen or does it line up in preparation of what's going to happen
0: I know, it's like the chicken or the egg, and we've talked about that before, about, Back and you know, forth. sometimes does the house change in preparation, like you said, for what's about to happen, or do you change the house, and then it ushers in the new change, it's... It's it's yeah, weird, because, it and
1: sometimes it goes to personalities, people that are more self-driven, I'm in control of my life, they see it that way, you know, Yeah. Uh, but other people
0: say it like, no, I was preparing, you know, oh, it's it's fascinating topic. Yeah. So we did lead out with a little bit of a controversial big topic with um, the White House, but I do just think it's a great example of to get you kind of out of the mindset that feng shui is just in the home. And there are some things from the outside that are hard to control, or maybe we have to put cures, we call them, in place to counteract some of these things. So we're going to mostly talk about curbside um, and landscape feng shui today. So we want you to be really taking a look at the outside of your home, what's happening you know around the front door what's happening as you pull up to the home what's happening with the neighbors around you how are the streets interacting with your home like like the white house is there a t-square where a street is coming right towards your front door is there a street that's coming right to your uh backyard <clears throat> or the side of your home too i've seen that so oh there's a myriad of possibilities and i i like
1: what you said that some of the things you're not in control over. I know. You can't control it that all of a sudden your neighbors, um, you know, uh, all their cars are parked in front of your house. You know what I mean? You can't control certain things about a neighbor puts an extension on their house and all of a sudden it's, you know, looks like it's almost encroaching encroaching some of your airspace, you know. There are sometimes things that happen that you're just, oh, my God, I didn't create this, but now it's happening no I know but the, but the point is it's still real yeah it is happening <laughs> right. right it has happened yes so what what are we going to do to counter that
0: even when um I know we, we'll talk about trees later but like even I had a client where the neighbor behind them pulled out a tree but the tree was very a very significant part of their backyard oh because yes it created so much shade, shade and it was right big. yeah privacy yeah and so the neighbor decided to pull it out but it totally uprooted a situation in that client's life
1: so I, so we, basically, I'm just trying to say that no criticism here. Right. We understand that sometimes people become victims of circumstance, just <laughs> right. by who their neighbors are or what commercial development is coming in, right? Oh, yeah. That all of a sudden your street becomes much more of a, you know. difficult street to access or get on back into or whatever needs to be done so um, I'm going to encourage you to take just a little piece of paper today and think in terms of you know just what the path to your front house what does it feel like does it you think it feels good you know do you, you think it's a pleasant experience to come to your house just just from the viewpoint of how easy is it to access number two what does it look like when you pull up does it look friendly does it look inviting or does it look you know um uh, yeah and i think those are all
0: very biased things to ask someone because when you're used to pulling up to your house over and over Hmm. you know you sometimes turn a blind eye to the things like the car in the driveway that hasn't run right or that there's two cars in the driveway because maybe you have a relative living with you and so you have to squeeze in between two cars to get to the home Um, or maybe you don't realize that every time someone walks up to your home they're tripping in the same area over yes yes the
1: sidewalk is heaving yeah so what you just mentioned were blockages basically yeah so look at your house front of your house and you're going to have to walk out there on the sidewalk or stand out in the street, get a nice bird's eye view. What are, are, are there any blockages to get to my house? Awesome. And you, you nailed it. If the driveway is clogged with cars always and, you know, there's no space then for people right. or difficult, you have to walk sideways, you know how you have to do that. Yeah. Or you just have to cut across the yard to get to the front, yeah. you know,
0: or landscaping. You have to duck around a tree. You have to push a bush out of the way. You have to
1: get scratched by a rose bush on the way to the front door. Yeah. Um, And also, trees of different species that could be fighting each other. You know, sometimes when particularly new homes, oh, we plant two trees relatively close to each other. Sure. And now they're a tangled mess. Neither one of them, or usually one is thriving and one of them is weak. Mm -hmm. You know, the idea of, remove that that's even though you say well that's not a blockage but it, it the, is, it's fighting uh, yeah. the two
0: species are fighting for survival in your front mm-hmm. yard yeah. and if we go back to like the front of the house i know we've talked about this in past episodes but it's like the front door where it's like the energy this is how the energy is entering the home so if the energy has to go past all these obstacles to get into the home it's like that's the energy that it's coming in with it's the it's the energy that has made it, oh, so well, to speak. A it's a yeah.
1: survivalist energy <laughs> yeah. that has finally gotten to your front door because it didn't get sidetracked by. Right. I, I oftentimes want to think of somebody when you, you're going to you hug, and you both agree. You both see each other across the room. You're both positioning yourself to go into the hug, mm-hmm. and then it's a big hug. It's great. Now, think of that opposite thing when, you know, <laughs> you already, you, like, feel you're, it. Think, you're thinking you're going to go in for the hug and the other person doesn't look like they're out. quite, they start to go up like they're going to hug you and then they pull back and then, then it's just really awkward. You get up and then you realize, oh, and then you just end up kind of going, hi, <laughs> type of <laughs> right. thing. Yeah. It's just, you, you lost a lot of energy. Correct. In that process. Yeah. And this is the idea that the front door is inhale, bringing chi into the house. Right. So we want to maximize that. So the idea, of, and we this is an old thing we've said over and over and over. We want to see the front door. I know. Hopefully from the street. Yeah. Nobody likes to walk up to some place, and I've had it. I've I've I I've told those stories before. I have
0: um, some of the floor plans in my neighborhood are like that, where you have to walk halfway down the side of the house to find the front door, and. Again, that's why I'm saying if you, someone lives there, they probably find that very normal. But for someone who's never been there, or maybe mm. someone delivering a package, you know, you're kind of fearful, like, am am I going towards the front door? Like, am I going to end up in their backyard and end up like <laughs> right, exactly. someone calling the cops on me? Yeah, like yes. Because
1: it does, Cause you're it, walking past windows oftentimes, yeah. <laughs> close to windows, you know, looking like a peeping Tom mm-hmm. as you're on your <laughs> way to the front door, so to speak. Right. So those are just sometimes, and that's your, that's your floor plan. Maybe you're locked into it. know but the concept is you want to send out messages hey welcome this is friendly territory
0: right yeah like I went to a wedding a couple weekends ago and it was up in like the I'm gonna say the mountains but Uh right it was high elevation and they had put little stakes in the road that said like keep going you know like every few miles there was a little arrow that said like almost there and I was like oh gosh everyone that I heard at the wedding say thank goodness for those signs because yes. we were thinking no one has reception at this point like are right. we going the right direction mm-hmm. and so where we don't want you necessarily put like little stakes with well a flag but yeah. a flag a potted plant potted plants are very
1: friendly well because it suggests that yeah. someone lives there and someone's taking care of them. Tend, you know, thank you that's exactly it someone is tending to that means it sends out a signal nurturing people live here Oh, yeah, like you don't that. think of no offense to drug dealers out there uh, <laughs> you know people that are real scammers they're not out there potting away their plants right generally it's not i'm not saying they can't but it's generally not associated with people that are takers
0: right well also like i guess the opposite example of that would be like if you saw like newspaper or like flyers sitting in front of someone's doorstep then you think oh someone might hasn't been here for a while yes because right. it looks like it's not being tended to yes exactly yeah
1: no one's coming and got, Gone in and out of this door.
0: Yeah. It gets spooky. A couple of these other ones that we're going to give might sound like extremes, but they are things that I've seen that we've actually experienced firsthand. So um, we have a house in this neighborhood that they've allowed the hedge to completely overgrow and block the front door to Mm -hmm. where you have to go to like the side of the columns to get into the house. Again, I'm not not sure what their reasoning is. um, But but, but as feng shui people, Mm -hmm. what would you say? That if, they're hiding something that uh they're being manipulative that they are they're not being
1: seen as well, well maybe they don't want to be seen we get that, that.
0: Yeah, right
1: yeah uh, that kind of ties into uh one of my uh, later thoughts was about reducing confusion around your house yeah and i this was just such a weird story i couldn't believe it but um uh, it was our old old neighborhood that we used to live in and uh <laughs> uh I don't know we were doing something with numbers on you know putting new numbers up in the house or something got into a conversation with the neighbor and then he said oh yeah one neighbor he told the story of one neighbor he knew who had taken their address off totally off their house okay. why because they didn't want to be found right and he says but what i did and he was very proud of it he just switched the numbers up <laughs> so instead of 8216 he did oh 6128 mm-hmm. you know what i mean You're right just to yeah. uh, just to confuse people Coming That's to his wild. home, which again sounds a little bit weird, yeah. very weird actually. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be found. You know, you don't. It brings up conjures all sorts of possibilities.
0: But no, I know because. And you might be thinking of a slew of reasons why people might not want to be found. But right. at the same time, like if something was good going to happen, like if something good happened, like... It's going to the wrong address. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's you, not going to find you. That guy's showing up with a big check on your door or... <laughs> die like, Digest showing up for their check. I don't know. Or maybe you get a dog and then you forget like that mm-hmm. your drive your address on the t- collar doesn't match the house. I don't know. But yeah. it blocks you from both But good and bad energy but that,
1: there's we don't want confusion around the front of your house do i do i do i knock on this door or do i knock on this other door and that which that doesn't I, not everyone relates to that but sometimes there are two somewhat viable doors not sure I which have, one i'm supposed to go
0: to i have a good client that that had happened where the side gate really looked like a front door and mm-hmm. the front door was hidden because there was no clear pathway to it, like you would have had to go through rocks, right, to get there. And um, the first time I went to her house, I was at the side door, and I'm like so embarrassed, like I'm back on the street, just texting, like I'm I'm here, <laughs> right, come out and find me.
1: And, you know, having grown up in the Midwest, there were many houses where, you know, people used their back doors. Everyone Mm -hmm. drove down the driveway and then got out of the car and went to the back door where you're not even using the front door. Sometimes it wasn't even, you're right, just grass around the front door and, you know, no sidewalk or anything of that nature. So, um,
0: so, but we just don't want confusion about where. One other extreme example, and again, if you're living in it already, you know, there's not we can, we'll give a few examples, but especially if you're house hunting right now, uh, when we went with my brother and sister-in-law house hunting one time, super cute house, the floor plan was great. The price was great, but in order, it was like tucked, it was in a cul-de-sac, but it was like tucked between, uh, tucked behind, I should say the front house. Like you had to like kind of almost do a U-turn. It was very odd. So like you couldn't see... When you came half into the, the cul-de-sac, house. you could only see half of their house, yeah,
1: because it was hidden on the side of another house. Yeah, uh, so they had to go walk down this
0: little sidewalk to get
1: to their door.
0: But so it was almost like walking into an apartment because you were walking yeah. on the side of this person's house. But it was a full-blown house—the backyard, and everything. But it was just the layout. If you live in Las Vegas, you might even just be aware, like, oh yeah, we have a neighborhood like that in right, in our right. Again it wasn't and it, they loved. they loved the floor plan
1: house was priced right but i said oh please please you can i actually didn't say please i think i said you cannot mm-hmm. buy this house I know. Yeah. because this will be bad news for you i remember getting in the car
0: with mikey saying they yeah. can't no yeah they no. can't
1: so don't choose a house
0: that you can't see which sounds overly simplistic but right so when we go back to that reducing confusion about the possible two front doors, mm-hmm. um, I do think, you know, if people are saying things to you about approaching your house. Right. Right, because that's what I was saying. It's, it's hard to tell when you live at the house because you know where your front door is. Right. It's really yes, hard exactly. to pretend like, oh, I've never been here. Where would I go? Um, but if your friends are telling you, Oh, I couldn't find your front door or whatever they're saying. Well, I wasn't oh. sure which way. Am I at the right door? Is this yeah. the right door I should have come into? Yeah. Those are
1: all major clues. Correct. Correct. But, okay. Well, you need to clarify that. And many times it's just a matter of downplaying the one door. Right.
0: That's right. That's where the
1: red door comes in. And that's where the red door comes in or something that makes it or a welcome sign by the door you want people to use.
0: Yeah, so we can talk about a few ways to personalize the house, how you can give them a clue of who you are. So the idea of the red door, the idea of putting, you know, different colored awnings on the house. Something that if you're giving someone directions, you can easily say, I'm the one with... Right, you give them their address, of course, but yeah. you go, oh, you can't miss it. I've got a blue
1: awning on the yeah. front of the house, you know, or something. You know, something. How can the house stand out? Now we know there are as Many people have that they can't maybe put a blue awning up or whatever. Then you have to downsize it, make it more personal. Yet, I yeah. mean, just the old thing of a doormat with the last initial sure. of the last name. Yeah, something that gives the person standing outside your door who's coming there for the first time some reassurance oh this is their house oh yeah she's a cat lover and look at there's a little cat sitting here you know ceramic cat sitting on the doorstep oh yeah this is this is Susie's house because she loves cats and I can see this is her thing you know
0: yeah and they have those little door placards that you can put initials on things that maybe aren't just on the ground I know you had an example about Friends visiting from oh, out yeah. of town, and this they... goes
1: yeah back to the 80s, and they they've been out of town for years. They're coming to see us in our relatively new home, and uh, we gave them the address. So mm-hmm. okay, they and it was pretty should have been pretty obvious, but they said, oh, when we walked, started coming around the sidewalk to the front door, they said we knew we were in the right place because we had a big sundial and yeah. they knew we were astrologers. And they yeah. thought oh, sundial so there's astrologers. Them. That that this is it, and but it was cute, you know it it. Get this, it made the people coming in feel comfortable. Oh, yeah. That they knew who they were going to expect when you open that door. And I don't know, I... Well, I know you have, too, particularly as feng shui consultants when we go out and knock on people's doors. Oh there's always that sense of, oh, my God, I always double-check the Triple address, check. <laughs> you know, make sure that I'm, you know, at the right house and thinking the other person opens the door. And are they, have they forgotten our appointment? Are they going to be always. dressed in their jammies still or something? Or, you know, uh, always was a ten point of while well, until they open that door and you establish that, yes, this is the right house and they're expecting me and
0: even friends houses that i haven't been to that often it's still, you know mm-hmm. like there it's comforting to know that you start seeing signs of that person along the way to their home yeah
1: it doesn't take much. It just takes sometimes uh, some little decor on the porch or on the stoop or something around the doorbell or the door knocker that gives a clue. Don't have to spell out every detail about no who, about your full <laughs> your name and address, security. or social security yeah. number,
0: right? No, yeah. just something that oh yeah, this makes sense, right? So we'll talk about a few things that are out of your control. Yes. Um, and some cures because we are we already kind of um talked about the neighbors okay now you have a neighbor that has a bunch of dead cars sitting in front of their house or you have well, a, what what well, let's talk about that one. Yeah. what
1: would we do maybe put a mirror yeah. reflecting back depending upon if you were across the street you yeah. might put a mirror in an upstairs bedroom whatever room would be closest in line with that view and maybe you have to angle a little bit mm-hmm. and we're just setting the intention of throwing it back at them let's keep your stuff over there you don't interfere with my life in a kind of in a kind of please and thank you manner correct
0: and when we give the idea of the mirror just because we're not going kind of in detail or we don't have an example of it we don't want the mirror to be inside of the room so just for example i had a client recently who there was a bunch of construction happening on the backside of their house Mm -hmm. and it was creating all sorts of havoc inside the home Mm -hmm. because you have to think we have these big bulldozers back there they're pulling the land up it's exposing all sorts of underlying issues and there was a mirror in the bedroom um and i said let's take that one down but let's put this mirror here on the outside of the house Mm. and there was a little confusion as to well why did we take that mirror down and put this one up But the idea is you could see the construction literally while standing in the bedroom because it was being reflected into the mirror. Okay.
1: And that's a really good point because that mirror was actually pulling, reflecting the energy into the rooms that I could stand and look at the mirror, which was not out the window. No. Right. And I'm seeing... The construction that's happening. So, but I'm going to give another thought. Okay. I have, in some cases, because if two-story home, something Mm -hmm. like that, you know, and, and sometimes single people don't want to get a ladder out and go hanging off the side of their house to get something on the up outside there. Of and the then house? it looks funny maybe to somebody else the neighbors yes. or spouse or someone who has an opinion about these things um that i would actually say take a small mirror yep and put it in the um windowsill windowsill yep. yes Yep.
0: A no small i agree mirror, that type of i thing. just so, want to make sure that we're clear yeah that's a instruction. good point <laughs> to clear that so that can be that's okay yeah, so typically what we're talking about is like a bagua mirror. You could go on Amazon and right. Google it to get like an image of it. But it's a mirror that's encased in usually a wood yeah. frame that you put on the outside of the home to reflect this energy back. Um, and but again, we don't maybe we don't make it obvious to the neighbors that we're reflecting their energy back. Mm-hmm. So putting it on the window seal inside your home with the mirror facing the issue.
1: Yes, always yes, always the mirror facing out in that case where you're trying to repel something. Yeah. But again and it's fascinating i mean you've heard stories i've heard stories uh i've had people just even mention they had terrible neighbors down the street that were disrupting the whole street yeah. parties crazy activities after hours activities and they put the mirror up and they go god it wasn't you know about a month later it just they moved out and it, was, it was all gone right. i mean again i know that's overwhelming to think that it's wild like you're in control of your universe master of your domain you're you're saying i don't like you i don't like you and i'm putting my mirrors up and all of a sudden you disappear Uh, but there is something going on here i had a story with a dog a barking dog and you know just kept him up and they put the mirror you know in the window facing and you know the dogs whatever they don't let the dog out anymore
0: yeah I don't know. It just it's
1: it's pretty wild, but it
0: does give us. Well, it's worth a try. If you're not a believer, it's worth a try because to see what you can um, do. It's a pretty easy fix. Other things that might be out of your control besides pesky neighbors could be if you have a stop sign in your front yard, Mm -hmm, um, if you mm -hmm. have a utility pole in your front yard, if you're sitting on the street where the street sign, like your the street name, is in your front road, and it's like Rocky Road or, you know. Yes, and also sometimes
1: here in this in this town is with a lot of cul-de-sac and curvy streets oftentimes at the curve the street name changes mm-hmm. then you have the house that's sitting on the curve okay what which street are they on right and that's a that is a problem i face that many times finding clients homes where I had to kind of now i'm counting out yeah. double checking now it's gotten easier with with the gps of course but um uh in that case, you want to probably put a little sign. I mean, this sounds really stupid, but if you're if there's confusion about what street you're on, then why not have a little sign either either the address, full address, on your mailbox if you have mailboxes in front of your house, which Correct. not everyone We're does not, that anymore, yeah. or the idea of a sign that actually goes into the ground saying your actual. Yeah, you know, yeah,
0: and there's address. so many cute things now on Etsy and different oh, personalized customize things it. that yeah. it doesn't have to look like cheap. It could look really well done. Exactly, exactly.
1: So that's just a uh, one thing here. Now, um, what would you do with it with a stop sign? Now, that's a that's a tough one, isn't it? It is a tough one because it's not going to be facing the house. Generally, it's going to be you're going to get the side view of it. So it could be something as matter of um, uh, again. I'm not. Not saying go everyone out and go and do this, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have a client who went out and uh, with fingernail, clear fingernail polish went out to the stop sign, and then she wrote go, <laughs> go, uh, in clear fingernail polish. Okay, not big, not like yeah. you know, just small. Interesting. Go. She set the intention of the stop was not for her.
0: Yeah, yep. Because oh, that would be one.
1: her big view, right? Yeah that's a good one so that's a thought or to go back to the mirror thing in the, in I'm, the in a window
0: in the house i've reflecting. done a mirror with a client and i've done um where they were able to plant some trees mm. in oh. that area so like kind of like the direct line yes wasn't you're not just seeing it every day mm-hmm. um, and then we really strengthened the corner of the home that that sat on but that, that that one's a hard one that one and like the red curbs in front of the house yes right exactly But like something
1: about sometimes those red curbs are kind of nice and you don't have all these people parking in front of your house. (laughs) I can see some benefits to that one, but I can see it's
0: inconvenient as well. True, But it just all that stop energy in front of the home. So Mm -hmm. you really have to play up the front door and make it welcoming, um, you know, guiding lights up to the the front door to really
1: usher that energy in. And, you know, we did something uh, similar here just here in the last two years in that, um, uh, again, The side of the neighbor's house is kind of the utility side of the house. So the mm-hmm. water meter is there, the the, uh, uh, with the box with all the breakers is on that side. There's satellite people, so now we have the wires for the satellite there. up there, and there's something else there. And you had some kind of mess. And that's what the view you would see as you walked up to our house. And so we planted a tree. And I just commented to Bill just last week when we got in the car, he said, That tree. Uh, is f- filling out so beautifully. It's it doing is. exactly what we wanted to do. We wanted, as you walked up the house, all that is kind yeah. of softened. Yeah. You're seeing a tree, the branches, you know, uh,
0: you kind to block any ugly view. That's what I'm trying to do on my one side of my house. Oh, yeah. And those, we went to the star nursery and they said these things will go flying up so fast. Yeah. And I don't know if it's been the weather. We had a bad year just for yes, we did. our our fruit and different things, but I'm like, I'm just oh, can't wait till those trees get right past the um, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. line of the wall just to cover up some of the stuff that one of my neighbors is doing. So yeah. I think that is very relatable. So um, we hope that this gave you some insight, some different ways to look at feng shui. You know, it's even a fun exercise when you're driving down the street with your girlfriends, your kids, you know, like, Oh, would you want to buy this house and kind of deciding why or why not you'd want to, um, we didn't even get into it today, but like when you see, um, a building that uh it just rotates with what businesses oh, occupy yes, it. Yes. You know, you start have to you have to start looking at the building, like what is maybe what's with this fundamentally building? wrong from a feng shui standpoint with this building that even popular chains like a McDonalds or a Walmart or whatever it is can't survive. So mm. that's why we wanted to lead out with the White House, just to show you that this is a practice that is used way beyond just personal use.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um and
0: it does have some very real effects so perfect yeah, yeah no perfect. well you
1: know what yeah there were t- tons more things i wanted to talk about today I but i get it we kind of ran out <laughs> of time but yeah i i, I was just going to say i drive down when i drive down the streets oftentimes going okay what's one feng shui improvement this house can make yeah I that to try to train time. my mind to look immediately and see what's the what's the one thing i'd recommend to these people and many times when i did consultations we might be 20 minutes before we didn't get in the house i'd say come out the consultation let's start out here first Absolutely. Because there was so much to talk about what's going on in the front yard.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay. That concludes our talk today about feng shui uh, landscape, if you will. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind.